Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the events from, wow, we've got a few days to cover. Uh, January 22nd, which was last Friday, uh, January 23rd, Saturday, January 24th, Sunday, and today, January 25th of 2021. So here's the deal. This is still going to be, I'm not going to say it's going to be a short episode, but there still aren't that many things to talk about. Um, It's January and like three royal families are working pretty consistently. Um, It's hard and a lot of these events there isn't a lot of information on. Um, Combine that with like I'm not spending a ton of time on the internet because I'm in a news detox for another, like, two days, Tuesday and Wednesday still. So, like, I'm not spending a ton of time on Twitter. I'm not spending a ton of time, really, on anything today. I have cleaned my house more than I have in the past year. Well, however long I've lived here, which is, like, I think nine months or eight months or something. Like... Today is my busiest cleaning day that I've ever had here. Um, So I just want to preface that. Like, a lot of this I did today spend some time researching again, but I didn't... um, I didn't do a ton of research. I mean, I did, like, a good amount, so I feel pretty confident in talking about things. But, like, there also just aren't that many things to talk about because that's... The world in which we're living right now. Um, So we're going to jump right in. We're going to talk about the Belgian royal family. um, And that's where we're going to start. So let's go to Belgium. Belgium. Um, We're going to start with Friday. Um, So on Friday, Queen Mathilde continued her work around education, um, which I know she had done a little bit of on Thursday. Um, And so she was speaking with teachers from Belgian secondary schools uh, to discuss the impact of COVID on like the day-to-day functioning of a teacher um, who's either doing you know, in-person learning at a very uh, socially distanced level or has gone back to remote learning or is still remote learning, um, kind of all the different ways that teachers are operating right now. Um, So she spoke with three different teachers from different regions within Belgium um, to discuss, like, all of that impact of COVID. So that was opportune considering, so on Saturday and Sunday, there was nothing. However, on Sunday, um, the Belgian Royal House did send out a tweet honoring International Education Day. Um, So I think maybe all of this was like a lead up or, you know, kind of surrounded around uh, International Education Day or World Education Day. I don't know which it is called. Sorry, if you can hear jumping around, I record on my bed because that seems to be where my dog feels the most comfortable with me recording, 
which is weird. But also my cat has decided to like start jumping over my computer. So if you can hear that, I apologize, but I'm just gonna let her do her thing unless she bites me and then we have a problem. Um, I also don't know that I have ever mentioned my cat. Like I've talked about her in retrospect, but my cat's name is Royal as well. So sometimes she thinks I'm talking to her when I say Royal, um, which is <laughs> an unfortunate side effect because I say it a lot in my day-to-day -day life and also while I'm, you know, recording this podcast. Although I've also heard rumor that cats don't know their name and can't understand English, but I don't know. She's pretty smart. I'm real sure she knows her name. So, Anyway, okay, <laughs> tangent on my cat. But yeah, I think that was like these lead up into conversations about education was all a lead up into Sunday being International Education Day where they sent out a tweet and I'm not sure if it was like composed or like a quote from Matilda or anything like that, but just um, something that is obviously really important to her. So that was Sunday, even though there were no official events. Um, and then today being Monday... King Philippe held his weekly audience with the Prime Minister of Belgium. That was the only thing on the calendar today that they released. Um, and so, yeah, that's the weekend, essentially the four days, past four days for the Belgian royal family. Um, so now we are going to go ahead and move on to the UK. In the UK, it was a little bit interesting. So I've mentioned this several times throughout the course of this first month of the year. The United Kingdom is in lockdown through at least the end of the month. I suspect that'll get extended as almost everything else has been. Um, so we're really relying on like what the royal family shares on Twitter from their like behind the scenes engagements um, in the court circular. So on Friday, uh, there were no publicly anything engagements. Um, however, Queen Elizabeth and the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, held an audience via telephone. Um, so because Queen Elizabeth is the Queen of Canada, um, she is their official head of state, for those who don't know, um, she will frequently meet with... Um, leaders, prime ministers of countries that she is the head of state for. So Canada, um, Australia, New Zealand, um, possibly some other Commonwealth countries as well. I'm not sure though. Those are the three that I know of like off the top of my head for sure. Um, and so it's not uncommon for her to speak with Justin Trudeau or Jacinda Ardern from New Zealand. Um, but it is my guess is that this conversation was more related to um, the Governor General of Canada, who is, I believe, appointed by the Queen. It used to be, um, it used to be a position that like dukes would hold, or um, I think Queen Victoria is like one of her sons or daughters. Um, 
was married to the governor general. So I think it was a white, uh, a daughter of Queen Victoria who was married to someone who became the governor general of Canada. Um, like, anyway, this governor general uh, resigned amid some sort of scandal. I don't know what it was because it was like... <laughs> I think it happened on Thursday, and that was, like, the first day I wasn't consuming any news. Um, I saw the headline or something and went, oh, that's really interesting. I should look into that, and then remembered that I wasn't consuming any news uh, for at least a week. So I don't quite know what the problem was there, but she she did resign due to something. Um, so that's what was going on for Queen Elizabeth on Friday. Um, and Justin Trudeau. And then also in the court circular for Friday is the Duke of Cambridge held a meeting for the Earthshot Prize, which is something he launched uh, in October, I think. I don't know. October seems really long ago, and it doesn't seem like it, the launch was that far past, but maybe it was. I don't know. It's been, <laughs> y'all, it's been a weird year. Um, it's especially for me personally, like just October to now has just been a blur. Um, seriously, this like news detox and like cleaning and coming up for air is like the best thing for me. Um, because it just reminded me how like stressful it's been since October for me. Um, but anyway, so that was everything on the court circular on Friday and like the only things that um, were happening. And then Saturday and Sunday, I looked up the court circular and there was nothing. Um, today uh, is Burns Night in Scotland. Um, so Burns Night is the, I'm reading this like verbatim from my outline because I still don't quite understand it, but it's the celebration of the Scottish poet Robert Burns who was born on January 25th in 1759. So there's a thing called like the Burns Supper, um, which includes haggis, which is like, to me, an American, the most disgusting sounding food out there. Um, I'm sure it is not to a Scottish person or to other people, but like, to me, it just sounds so gross. Um, but I'm not cultured and I'm a extremely picky eater like I am contemplating a international um like a year internationally and I'm like oh my god what am I gonna eat because I'm so picky in particular about my food um but anyway so the public events that happened today all were around this Burns night um, so the Prince of Wales started by taking part in a digital celebration of the Bur with the Burns Federation, uh, where he read the famous poem, Old Lang Syne, which is like the New Year's song. It's the song everyone sings or like, you know of as the New Year's song. Um, you know, I'm an American, so like during the Times Square ball drop, like, that's what plays as soon as it strokes midnight. Um, and I, I guess I, like, I never assumed it was anything. I just thought it was weird lyrics from an old time, um, which it is, but it's a poem first that became a song. 
Um, and I mean, there's a lot of those. Like, for example, for all the Americans out there, the United States Na- National Anthem was a poem written by Francis Scott Key that then became a song. Um, so just little fun fact there. Um, so Charles started that by reading Old Lang Syne. Uh, the Duchess of Cornwall read a poem called My Hearts in the Highlands to um, Aberdeen University, which Camilla is the chancellor of. Um, and then also the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge celebrated Burns Night by sending a video message as well as a meal kind of um, sponsored by other NHS charities um, to the NHS Tayside, which I'm assuming is in Scotland. Um kind of celebrating the day and really just a, an additional way to say thank you to National Health Services employees. Um, and then I actually haven't looked at the court circular for today. Definitely meant to. However, it's on my phone, which is in my living room. And it's not a far walk, but I know if I get up and then come back, the dog will go crazy again. So I'm not going to get up. If there are events, we'll cover them tomorrow. Um, I'll put them in the script for tomorrow or the outline for tomorrow. And we can talk about them then. Um, but for now, we are going to go ahead and move on to Denmark. In Denmark, we have our fourth engagement of the year. Yes, I have decided to start counting because it's that easy to do. Uh, You guys, Denmark is frustrating me to no end. I get it. I understand. But like, I would very much like them to start working and they're just not. And it's driving me crazy. I will always say like, I don't know what happens behind the scenes, Um, obviously. Like, I'm not sitting in the royal palace knowing every minute of every detail of seven countries. Like, that's insane for me. Um, but, ugh. <laughs> I wish that there were some more engagements or something that I could talk about. I mean, even, like, scouring, like, the different foundations that are named for these royals. Like, there's nothing. Um, so... On Friday, we had the fourth engagement for the Danish royal family of the year, um, in which Crown Prince Frederick participated in a digital meeting with the Red Barnett Task Force that is working to eliminate child um, exploitation on the internet. So, um, Red Barnett is something that was born out of um, the end of the Second World War, um, and it really focused on... Um, at the time, protecting children who were victims or orphans from the atrocities that happened from the Holocaust and um, concentration camps and war, just like the amount of children that that affected. Um, so the Red Barnet came out of that. Um, it's also kind of part of like Save the Children. 
Um, it's all kind of the same thing. Um, but now, as we are no longer in post-war timeline, I mean, obviously we are, but like, it's not the same generation. Uh, things change and the way you protect children is different. And, um, one of the biggest things is like childhood exploitation, um, from just protecting a child's standpoint, like is huge. Um, so that was really the meeting. Uh, Frederick supposedly writes the cap, wrote the caption for the Facebook post. Um, my personal commentary, he looks, so I've already posted the pictures on the dailyroyal.com and the daily Royal on Instagram. Um, so please go ahead and check those out. Um, but like, I just want to yell at him to get a hairbrush. He had on some really cool, like hipster glasses, which I'm like, okay, like wear some more traditional glasses, but cool. Um, and then like his hair just looked like a hot mess. It was, it was rough. Um, and then they posted like a picture of like the screen, the screen capture. Um, and it's just like the blurriest thing. I went ahead and posted it online. Um, because I think it's hilarious. Like I thought the face he was making was hilarious. Um, but with that being said, like, I don't know where the screen grab came from, but it was a really crappy situation. Um, so that's all I have to say on Denmark. There wasn't a lot of information released, unfortunately, but, um, you know, it was better than nothing, I guess. You know, I, I know there have been weeks this month where I have not talked about them at all. So, um... Maybe this is the only time I'll talk about them this week. Although I do think there's something scheduled for like Thursday. So maybe. We'll see. Um, But with that, we are going to go ahead and move on now to the Netherlands. Netherlands, it's pretty typical for Friday there to be, for on Fridays, there to be no events. Um, They tend to have three-day weekends pretty consistently. Um, I noticed that a lot last year, like, oh, this is becoming a pattern. Um, So typically, they will always have Friday or Mondays just completely empty. Um, We'll see if that pattern continues kind of into 2021 or if that was like a weird COVID thing. Um, Because I will say, like, I've been doing this podcast for over a year. However, in the very beginning, like, I didn't know where to look, what to rely on um, as the best source of information. Um, And then it very quickly became apparent, like, the best place to go, for the most part, with the exception of the British royal family, was their own personal, like, their own royal household website. Um, But once I started doing that, it was probably in, like, March when I realized that that was going to be the best option, um, maybe a little bit before then, but 
I really started to notice the pattern after COVID of this like three day weekend for the Dutch Royal family. So I don't know if that's going to hold, um, this year I realize we're still living in a COVID world, so probably will. Um, but also I think it's just kind of like their calendar's personality. Like that's what happens. Um, so there was nothing on Friday, nothing on Saturday, nothing on Sunday. And then today, um, Queen Maxima took part in a digital panel called Resetting Digital Currencies, and this is in her role as UN Secretary General's Special Advocate uh, for Inclusive Finance and Development. Um, however, it was held during the World Economic Forum, which is typically, I think I talked about this uh, last week, um, is held in Davos, Switzerland, so you'll hear it be called Davos a lot. Um, but it's the World Economic Forum, and it's always held in January every year. Uh, this year, it is being held completely digitally, so no one is traveling to Switzerland. Um, and really, I saw this, like, apt description today of Davos where it's, like, all the people have, like, a... It's, like, a family reunion for the people who, like, have destroyed the Earth to talk about how to make it better. So really what happens at Davos is a bunch of rich people get together and they talk about the world and the the economy. And like recently it's there's been a lot of structure since the Paris Climate Agreement. Uh, there's been a lot of conversation, of course, about um, climate change and uh, sustainability and sustainability and economics. Um, but it's really just, like, a place for rich people to come and talk. Um, there are really interesting conversations that come out of it. Um, but nothing, like, really tangible ever comes out of Davos. It is, um, you know, I appreciate that it happens. Like, it's good to have really um, important rich people. Um kind of making these agreements and like at some point they might believe them um but like I've always read to like you know it's just a place where like rich people fly their pl private planes into and just contribute more to um you know the horrible climate um however last year it was uh there were a few royals who attended uh Charles Lant Prince Charles of uh, in the UK launched a pretty big initiative um, that still seems to be doing some work. Um, Maxima is almost always involved because there are tons of meetings about money, um, of which she, of course, needs to be a part of because of her role as UNSGSA. Um, and I think last year, Philippe and Mathilde were there. King Felipe of Spain has been there. Um, and usually the plan last year when I started this podcast was for like any of these events where royals are attending um, to talk about kind of all at once. Um, if, especially if like there are multiple royals out the, at the event. Um, however, that doesn't really work this year because they're all going to be participating if they are participating in different forums at different times. Um, and it's not all one big family reunion of problem causers and solvers. Um, so that we're going to do it separately this year because COVID has just made that the option. Um, but when I made that rule, like 
uh, Davos, Davos was happening, and then in a few days was going to be this huge um, memorial ceremony at Auschwitz-Birkenau uh, that a lot of royals were at. Um, and then looking forward, it was going to be um, a gala for Queen Margaretha's 80th birthday last year. So I made that decision last year, but it just didn't really hold true to what it could be this year. So we're going to do everything separately. Um, and yeah, but that was the only thing on Maxima's agenda was the, uh, conversation during, uh, the World Economic Forum. So with that, we are going to go ahead now and move on to Norway. In Norway, our traditional Friday event of King Harald participating in the weekly Council of State meeting holds true. Uh, Crown Prince Akun was also in attendance. Um, again, I don't know what is talked about in these weekly meetings other than like each minister present is giving uh, updates on their, on their ministry. So I don't know what that means for... Norway because I can only pay attention to so many political situations in the world and right now I'm not paying attention to any which is weird and lovely all at the same time. Um, so that was on Friday and then today we are going back to the World Economic Forum with um, Conference Akun who took part in a panel discussion called Accelerating Grassroots Innovation. So gonna be really honest I didn't know because I'm on a news detox I didn't know the WEF started today um so that was a surprise in and of itself when I saw the tweet from the Dutch Royal House that the World Economic Forum had started um I do know that I can live stream or watch these forums later and I might I have not watched this one or Maxima's from earlier like I have not watched them um because I was cleaning all day and like while I love this stuff I just really don't want to listen to it right now um I'm taking this news detox very seriously and like I'm really sure that somehow enough news would filter into these discussions that I want to avoid right now. Um, like my sanity is just needs it. So that's what was going on in Norway. I really don't have a big update like at all. Um, so that's what was going on there. And now we are going to go ahead and move on to Spain.
So today we are actually ending this podcast in Spain because there was nothing in Sweden over the past four days. Again, three royal families working really consistently. Um, So we are going to start out by talking about King Felipe on Friday. Um, So he held two audiences at... um, Sorry, I have this written down that it was at the Royal Palace. It was not. It was at Prado, um, which is another palace, kind of. That one's a confusing one that I'm not really ready to talk about. But first, he met with the Civil Society Now Association, as well as representatives from the board of the Euro-America Foundation, where it seems like they got some sort of award. Um, I wrote this on Friday. Now I don't remember... (laughs) I feel kind of bad about that. Um, I really should have written more details. I thought I knew, um, because sometimes that'll happen, particularly in Spain, because again, for those who don't know, I speak intermediate Spanish. Like, I'm not a beginner, but like, not really good either. Um, I'm really okay at like reading, writing, and comprehending. My speaking is absolutely terrible. I get so nervous when I try to speak Spanish. Um, like I comprehend it pretty well and I can read it and I can write in it for the most part. I mean, sometimes I get my like verbs and stuff confused, but, um, I tend to read most of my, like, I I know the most about what the Spanish Royals are doing. One, because like they're doing the most and they're the most well-publicized because I can read in Spanish and I know what Spanish outlets to look at. Um, But also, like, I just kind of enjoy their calendar the most. And um, I think last year, like, I went into this and they were pretty high up there. They were my favorite royals and they still are. Um, Although now there are some much closer seconds than there were last year. But... Um, like, they're just so freaking hardworking, and so, like, I enjoy reading about it, um, but I, I must not have on this, or I don't remember. Friday was a long time ago. Um, but anyway, so that was Friday, a couple of audiences at Prado, um, it's the, it's the Prado Palace, not the museum, um, and then today he opened... King Felipe opened the new S-E-U-R Logistics Center. So I'm going to sound a little bizarre here and say, I don't quite know what this is, which is nothing new. I don't know what a lot of things are. Um, Sorry, my computer's dying and I'm trying to find the charger and I have so many cords. Um, But it seems to be like a Amazon-esque distribution center, but, like, on a smaller scale. Um, You know, they had uh, different pictures, like, there were clothing items, there were video games or DVD, well, not DVDs, but, like, Blu-ray discs, or my guess is they were PS4 games or PS5, I think is what we're at now, right? I don't know how you buy video games anymore. Anyway, they looked like maybe PlayStation games, um... Or something like that. I don't really know. Um, And then he also saw some of their like 
innovations for delivery, which included like electric powered bikes with cargo holds on the back, um, like some really cool things like that where I live, particularly in the States, I live in the Midwest. Um, and so there's a lot of land. And so we are 100% reliant on cars. Um, like even pretty much in our big, like in our capital city or our big cities in my state, like you're reliant on a car, um, just because there's no other option. Um, our public transportation is terrible. You can't get anywhere uh, safely on a bike for the most part. I mean, like, just not really. It's not feasible. Um, but, like, in Spain or in Madrid specifically, or this was in Toledo, um, which is near-ish Madrid. Um, it's a little further south. But, like, it's a big city and you can pretty much bike everywhere. Um, and so they had this, like really cool powered bike, um, for delivery. And it was a, it's a huge facility. It was like 37 or something square meters, which is giant. Um, it doesn't translate exactly, but it's roughly 370,000 square feet. Um, like that's not a perfect estimation, but it's pretty close. Um, I know I, I look at, um, apartments in square meters sometimes and it's always like about 10% of what it would be in square feet. So give or take a few um, square feet from that. But it's just a huge facility. Um, and so that was King Felipe's day. Um, there is a long calendar for Felipe and Leticia this week. We'll see how much of it holds. I'm like not super confident that everything is going to happen. Just like because of Spain's luck this month, like, we'll see. Um, but hopefully tide has turned and things will start happening on a regular basis again. So that's what was going on in Spain. That's what was going on in all of these seven countries. Um, and with that, I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast. Please check out thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, uh, rate and review this podcast. That would be really helpful. Um, and with that, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day.